Welcome to Montana Market Watch. I'm your host, Joe Cummings, a licensed realtor at ERA Lambros in Missoula, Montana. Our podcast is for anyone interested in buying, selling, or investing in property in the current Western Montana market conditions. 91% of all real estate transactions begin online. The biggest player in this space is the real estate search engine Zillow. Founded in 2006 and came to relevance in 2011, the platform originates exposure for 30% of all listings and 80% of all listings are viewed on Zillow. It is an essential part of the real estate workflow for both buyers, sellers, and agents. But there are surprises in how this relatively new application works for the consumer. It's a new world for sure and rapidly changing. So what is his estimate? Why did Zillow start directly buying homes? and then sell them. And how did you meet your agent online? With Zach Gratton today, uh, talking Zillow, a big part of our life as real estate agents and actually a big part of um, kind of the modern home shopping culture. Uh, Zach's a very successful top producing agent here at Lambros. Uh, You've heard our other podcasts with Chris Funston, their partners in the Gratton Funston group. Is that right? Yes, sir. Right on. Um, so today's going to just be, what does this, what did Zillow do? Who is Zillow? What is Zillow? Well, Zillow is the number one search, um, tool for people looking for real estate. So I pulled down some stats today. Uh, 29% of all real estate website traffic is on Zillow. So a third starts in Zillow, but 80% of all the homes that are viewed throughout the different platforms. Um, is through Zillow. So this is the primary tool in which um, the public shops for homes. And Zillow is on, and uh, Zach is on the Zillow team here at Lambros, as well as I am. And so we're going to talk about, you know, what what that is. Um, I guess I'll start with this, Zach. Um, Can you explain what it means when someone calls in a, a Zillow call and who do they think they're talking to? Yeah. Uh, a lot of the times, you know, you're on Zillow and I mean, I've even done it even before you're looking at a house. I want more info on this house. You Mm -hmm. click that button. You don't realize that now that's a lead that's sent out. Um, who's it sent to sent to the agent waiting in line. Um, so basically you purchase shares of a zip code and then that determines your order that calls come in. If you don't answer it fast enough, the next guy gets it, and so on and so forth. But people, the common uh, consumer, thinks that they're calling the person that is selling that house. They're calling the listing agent. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, I'm sure you can attest to this. I would say 50% of the time, say, hey, this is Zach Gratton from Lambros. I see you're interested in this house. And they're like, yeah. You know, are you the listing agent? You're like, no. And then you have to explain what your value is. And sometimes you get the old school people who are like, oh, I'll just go to the listing agent and save money. And I think that's a very old way of doing business and it's not in your best interest anymore. Um, yeah, and I, I think it's on a lot of Zillow calls, it's confusing. Zillow's never going to connect you to the yeah. listing agent. Yeah. Not going to happen. Yeah. In fact, I don't think it's possible. Yeah, I don't think it's possible, but I, I don't think even if you're buying. Um, market share in um, a market and your listing is in that because like I'm a, I'm a rattlesnake where I'm mm-hmm. I'm purchasing 
uh, market share in, in uh, the rattlesnake, but I've had two listings up there. I never got a call from somebody saying, hey, yeah, I'm interested in this. Are you the listing agent? It just happened that I was a listing agent. So um, as a buyer, you're always going to talk to a buying agent. Mm. And um, you guys buy, you guys, uh, you're not active right now, but you did buy quite a bit. Yeah, we just switched back to the Lambros team. Um, the, the stuff that Lambros buys. Yep, exactly. Which and, we were pretty heavy. We were the number one agents in 5801 for all of summer. I was personally, and then we teamed up, and then we were in um, all the way until January. And so t- talk to me a little bit. What was your experience? I mean, I know that in the end, the, the leads were yeah. more and more expensive. When it, when it was going well for you, mm-hmm. what what does that look like? How many calls a week? Yeah, in the, in the heat of the summer with the top of the market, it was 100% worth it. I was getting 10 to 12 calls every week mm-hmm. um, with with decent buyers. And I know we've talked about this. You know, if you get 10 buyers, I would say seven of them are looky-loos, kicking tires, live down the street, want to know what it's sold for, mm-hmm. want to check it out. Two of them are interested, trying. Maybe they're not a qualified buyer. Mm-hmm. Maybe they work at, you know, they just can't afford it. And then one, you get those unicorns where, I mean, that one that I covered for you for a weekend, mm-hmm. guy called up, I want to buy this house. Done. It was half a million dollar property that I talked to the guy four times. So it's so uh, for us as agents, uh, you know, Zillow. Well, well, any buy, any 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 call that comes in, we treat with respect. Hundred percent. And how can I help you? And even if it's you know a lot of calls, you'll get a call and say, "Hey, you're the listing agent." And no, I'm not the listing agent, uh, but I can help you as a buyer's agent. Oh, I already have. I'm already working with X Y Z. Yeah. And then, you know, ethically for us, we have to say, hey, we can't provide services. But I think it, you know, for Zillow, it's a little bit confusing when it comes in and it's assumed that you're going to end up with a listing agent and then you're not. Yeah. Um, I think it's also confusing for them, too, because you go to this call center and you get a robot, Adam. Ad- is it always Adam? I think it is. It has to be Adam. <laughs> so, hey, this is Adam. I'm collecting you to a local. I'm connecting you to a local agent now. And then it's always that weird. Do you say hello, or do you wait for them to say thank you? I just I thank you if I can, and then I and then I then I say hello, and yeah, um, you know, and it's it's for me. I'm still I'm still Zillow as well as a Zillow team, but it's um, you know it's a way to meet prospective people to help them find real estate. Yeah, but it's a little bit it it, it kind of starts off odd. Totally, and I always you know call the elephant in the room. I say, hello, you know, this is Zach Gratton at ERA Lambros. I can assure you, you know, I am a real agent. I live in Missoula. I've right. been here. I went to college here. And that always, we always get a chuckle, like sometimes, you know, the worst ones are, I mean, I know we're talking about uh, Realtor. or Zillow, but the Realtor.com ones are. Well, because so there's other places. I mean, that's the other, the, the you know, point of this is Zillow, but really the, the overall shopper has started everything starts 92% of all real estate transactions start online. And previously you would have come into the office and said, is there an agent? And then they would have 15 years ago and said, Hey, uh, you know, Zach works in the rattlesnake and you're looking for a rattlesnake home. That's not the case anymore. Yeah. They're, they're shopping online. Um, but there's also op city. Yeah. There's also, I mean, there's so many lead services. 
I mean, I feel like me and you could start a lead service right now. If we were tech savvy, we would put a bunch of SEO out. Yeah. We'd gather enough just data. And once you compiled enough of that, in six months, maybe sell it to some guy that doesn't know what he's doing and close <laughs> one deal and it's worth it and start a new one. I mean, Pat told us that. He was just like, these lead services, I mean, I got one that, I mean, the, the amount of lead services and, and stuff you get pitched to as an agent, it's crazy. I had this one girl call me, left a voicemail, hey, I'm a, I'm a licensed agent in San Francisco. I have a buyer looking in the Miller Creek for 600000 Would you be interested in a referral? Absolutely. Call her up. Well, I actually work for a lending program. It's called whatever. Mm-hmm. And we do a rebate program and then you sign up and then you rebate some of your commissions in, but then it's here and it's like, oh. So you're not, it's not an agent to agent referral. Like no, I and I think, I think once you get out, like I know this time of year they, they pound us pretty good on our, on our personal social media. There's some fairly shady lead services. Yeah, I can, I can guarantee 10 closings a month. Yeah. And you're like, how? What yeah. if I'm a horrible agent? What if I cannot talk to anyone? Yeah, and, and I think that's the, that's the one thing that's, that's uh, your, you, you, you make that phone call and you don't necessarily know where you're ending up. 100%. You might be end up with somebody that's doing 50 transactions a year, that's got a great reputation. Um, you might end up with somebody that's, this is their first time around. Yeah. And not that that would be a good or bad agent, it just, there's not really a, there's not really a, um, there is a ranking system in the sense of your reviews and closed mm-hmm. sales. Um, what do you think, uh, so what, so how would you compare Zillow to Realtor.com? I feel like I've had a lot more luck with Zillow. Than Realtor? Than Realtor.com. Um, and I know that obviously Realtor.com takes 40% your first yeah. transaction, which I am always of the adage of, you know, 60% of something is better than 100% of nothing. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I feel like sometimes you get, you know, $60,000. Someone is so out of touch with the Missoula market. Um, but I would say that I think Realtor.com is starting to overtake Zillow you think so? in this space. Yeah. I think Zillow really, their PR and uh, the way they've handled their business in the last six months has been pretty... Uh, pretty detrimental to them. Well, and the bomb drop was this, the, and we'll, we'll get to that. The bomb drop was the other cornerstone of Zillow is the Zestimate. And the Zestimate is an algorithm that tells a prospective property owner what the property is worth. Yeah. In, in Montana, that's, um, we're a non-disclosure state. So our closed, act, what actually properties closed for, um, is uh, private knowledge to agents and their clients. Mm-hmm. So a Zestimate can't be based on real-time closed sales. Yep. Now, Washington is a, is a disclosure state, so they a- access all that stuff. Um, but what you're talking about is the bomb of Zillow yep. went and bought a whole their bunch buying of... buying power, yeah. But bought a bunch of homes. So much. And that portion of their, um, that portion of their um, business failed yep. and they had to liquidate those homes. The, the social argument there was those homes could have gone back to agents yep. and sold back in inventory, but they were packaged and then sold to yep. investors. Yeah, I have this funny picture I pulled up. I saw it uh, some real estate page, but this was owned by Zillow, this home. The Zestimate was 382.9 
and they were selling it for no, they were selling it for three ninety seven, but the Zestimate said three eighty two. So like obviously their their Zilla like their Zestimate is so off they're they're not even they're selling more than what they think. Yeah, and, and that was the big that was the big knock. And I mean we're not here to bash Zillow because yeah. I mean we've had it's a, it's a it's a necessary evil of the times we're living in. And I wouldn't say evil. I would just say a necessary part. If you're not on lead gen services, I think in this day and age in real estate, you're, unless you are massively been in the business for decades, have a sphere that constantly is refilling, I think it's really hard to have a successful business. Yeah, I, th- I think so. And I think that you, I just told you a story, you know, a, a client, client, we were talking about referring a friend and then the ref- just kind of crossed wires called Zillow, ended up with an agent they don't know or that um, I don't know. It might be a great agent, I don't know that, but um, they they chose that over a re- personal relationship. Yeah. And I think from a, from a functional standpoint, Zillow came with an interface that was better than everybody else's. It's easier to 100%. shop on Zillow. It's got a good name, Zillow, Zillow. Right? Yeah, and, the, and you can call up a map. I mean, we work out of MLS, all the time, which we know how to do it because we're in it, but for the public to come into an MLS, true MLS search, it's not going to have the it's same crazy. interface. Yeah. Um, so what, how do you, what, what do you say to someone when the, the, the topic of the Zestimate comes up? You know, I, I always... Um, Listing or buying. Yeah. So a lot of people, I mean, how many, I was going to ask you, how many times are you showing a property and someone's like, yeah, Zestimate says it's worth this, so... I think we should get it. And I just say that, Grant, I talk about the non-disclosure. They don't have the amount of data that we do. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they take into account, you know, they just, I think it's very broad-based macro economics of this is a three-bedroom house mm-hmm. that's sold for this. It has this square feet. They don't know that it smells like smoke. They don't know that there was a super fun site two blocks away. They right. don't know that the school district's bad. They don't know that you look outside and it's a trailer park, you know? And I think that's the value that an agent adds um, to look at actual comps and be like, well, you can't use this one because this isn't the same property when you actually get into it. Where I think Zillow is looking at it from such a bird's eye view, a a giant lens, that they can't get the accurate pricing that an actual experienced agent would. Agreed, yeah, I mean, they're looking at 2,000 square foot houses they're both two ones. They're two blocks away, but this one has foundation problems. Yep. And this one doesn't. No appliances, have like yeah. nice, yeah, high efficiency furnace. Zilla doesn't. I don't think know that. So I think this estimate actually really, really degrades, or makes it harder for an agent, um, or maybe on the selling side, people are like, well, my Zilla says my house is worth this. It's like, well, like you said, what about that giant cracking foundation? Yeah. Or yeah. I mean, I think it. I think it changed things. I think it changed things for agents because you had to. You had to ha- come up with a value proposition mm-hmm. that you actually add value to a transaction, and then Zillow said, "No, no, we'll just yep. do this ourselves," and they kind of fell flat on their face. Hundred um, percent. Which was a good win for us. I think that's one of the biggest battles as a real estate agent is you're constantly having to provide your worth because so many people you know, think we're overpaid and think that they can do it themselves. Um, I mean, you, you, I remember you told me in the summer 
top three professions yeah. ranked as least trustworthy. Yeah. Politicians, lawyers, real estate agents. Yeah. And I think that's, I think part of that was part, 91%, right? Yeah. So 91% of, of um, prospective clients and current clients don't trust the realtor. Makes that 9% really valuable. And it, uh, it, it's, the, what Zillow did was some, get, somehow get in between us and our clients. Mm -hmm. And then at the same time say, well, you think you're talking to a listing agent, but you're not. You're talking to the buyer's agent. There's this level of distrust that's already started yep. in the conversation. But if you're just walking around with a coffee cup, you're missing the, I mean, a one phone call to Zillow and I'm not showing a million dollar yep. home. 100%. Um, what percent of clients that you've gotten from Zillow have bought the, the house that they looked at, that you initially met them? Well, and I think... Because I, th I think that's the value that people need to change their mindset of. This is to get people that are looking for houses, not I need to sell the house that they, that they call on. Yeah, and I, uh, well, I think, it, I think it's broader than that. Zillow's only, only giving you a broad view of what you may like. Price point, size, whatever. And then if you're with the right agent, that agent's spending a lot of time with you. What really are you looking for? Yeah. Well, I thought I wanted X, Y, Z, but no, no, that's probably not going to happen in this neighborhood. Or you go show the house and this isn't what I thought at all. Mm -hmm. So I would say zero. I mean, yeah. I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever taken a Zillow call that's that says, okay, I want to look at. One two three Main Street, and go. Okay, I want to write an offer on one two three Main Street, and we buy that house. Yeah. It was more of a learning process, and that's that's part of the um, the disconnect with this huge, you know, general view of property. And granted, it's a great interface. Mm -hmm. Once once you meet um, once you meet a client, it starts to neck down from there. Yeah. So, uh, moving on because we're we're, you know, we're taking phone calls, and not every phone call is sane. Yeah. Not every normal. Yeah. normal. What's one of your crazier Zillow? Man, they're a dime a dozen. <laughs> <laughs> like, Give me a good am one. Am I paying just for entertainment at some point? But, I mean, I've had some. I've had, like, a nurture lead. Like, they didn't want to speak to an agent, but they can text you. Yeah. And this guy, it was like, I got it, and it was like a $2 million house uh, in the university or whatever. Mm -hmm. And some guy said, like, I am absolutely not interested in this house. I just wanted to let you know that this is an atrocity to the neighborhood. This is the reason our town is going downhill. Like, all of your profession is ruining my city. Nice. It's like, sweet, I paid for that. You nice. paid for that. Thanks, man. That, now Zillow's like, cool, we got you your one lead this week. And have so, to give you an idea, pay that might have cost you 700 bucks. 100%. I mean, when it's, the thing about Zillow is, there's a lot of buyers, what you're purchasing per phone call, maybe two, three hundred bucks. Yeah. But when it, like last month, I was paying a thousand bucks a call. It, in the winter, it really, really made that cost. <laughs> when you got one of those, you're like, dang it, I want a tax rebate on that. I've gotten one where uh, it was the sweetest guy, but he was definitely, um, you know, mentally challenged and really, really excited about moving into this half a million dollar house. And he mm -hmm. was talking about living with his friends. Um, and yeah, you treat them all with respect, you Always. run them through the yeah. same thing. You say, yeah, like, I'd love to get you in, in touch with a lender and, and you know, what do you, what do you do? What do you, you know, what are your goals? And it was just like, dang, this guy got on Zillow, 
was like, cool, I want to buy that house and yep. and thought he was going to buy it, but ended up still have a great relationship with him. It's funny. I text him every once in a while, but he's definitely not, not in the market there. But what's some of yours? Oh, boy. Awesome. One of my better ones was... We, I took a Zillow appointment and it was maybe a $400,000 house, showed up at five o'clock and I didn't, I didn't vet anything out. I just took the appointment and that's the point is that you treat everybody with respect yeah. and that the point is to hook up. If Zillow works right, it hooks up with a really good agent. Agent does a really good job. They're yeah. happy with Zillow. They're happy with you. You know, everybody wins. Yeah. So they were an hour late for this showing, which was a for sale by owner. Oof. So the owner was coming in and out, where's your clients, where's your clients? They're like, hey, you know. So, well, they walked up because they didn't have uh, cars. Mm. So I'm like, well, what, you know, what's, the show them the house, you know, a lot of respect, but I, I do want to show respect to the person selling the house to bring somebody in there that's qualified to buy it. Mm -hmm. And um, <laughs> they, uh, they didn't have cars. Um, they um, were currently in between rentals. So they were like coming in and out of another rental. Mm -hmm. But the highlight of it was once we wrapped up and I made sure that everything was safe and they didn't steal anything because you're also dealing with Yeah. Was they were um, very angry that they had missed their bus mm. to go home. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I had to stay with them until the next bus. <laughs> oh, no way. Why didn't you just give them a ride? <laughs> I didn't want to give them a ride. Well, I didn't really know. I mean, there's a part of Zillow where we don't know. Really? You know, one of the things one of the things that I do is if I do take a Zillow appointment with a buyer that's been qualified is I always text them what I'm driving and what I look like. Yeah. Because modern real estate is, a lot of it is just two people meeting yeah. online that have never met each other. Truly. And I don't know. They don't know if I'm some creeper, and I don't mm -hmm. know if they're there to look through the medicine cabinet, yeah. right, and really working through that. Um, so are you, so you're still on the Zillow team now? Yep. And, and but not purchasing. Yeah. Are you think you guys get back into it? I don't know. Maybe in the summer, but I just think that it's, it's so inflated right now. I just don't think it will pencil out in the zip codes that we wanted. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're in flex. We're in flux right now because it's one of those things. If you don't play the game, you're missing eighty percent of the homes, hundred percent, or thirty percent first-time views on Zillow. Yeah. Um, but on the on the same token, the competition for for meeting people for leads has gone through the roof. Yeah. And the lead services have fractured mm -hmm. in a number. Op City, Ojo. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you those know, those are dime a dozen. Yeah, and the, and the point of, and the point of the of our podcast um, and the point of, you know, Zach and I's career is we're in a different environment than we were 15 years ago. Yeah. And how do we navigate down to helping people? 100%. Right? And like, I think you got to be dynamic in that approach. I think, uh, you know, as a younger agent, um, still, you know, experienced and, and learned from the best, yeah. but I think the industry has had a massive reset. We've had, we've seen veteran old time agents that were crushing it for so long, very, struggling very hard nowadays to navigate this digital 
online, fast-paced real estate world that they never saw coming. And so I think that it's the, you know, old adage of adapt or, or die. Like you, yeah. you can't deny that social media is important. Yeah. Millennial values are important. As much as you don't want to TikTok and dance and, mm-hmm. you know, do that stuff, that's where the market is heading and people, you have to adapt to that and, and culture, cultivate that mindset of where things are heading. Yeah, I think the nuts, the nuts and bolts are, are still the same. Yeah. Once someone starts working with you, perform at a very, very high level. 100%. But there's a lot of different pathways now that someone interested in buying, selling, or investing in real estate can get to you. And how do you get through those pathways to create a, you know, a trust relationship? Yep. And a lot of those pathways don't do a great job of creating trust or value. 100%. Um, yeah, no, that's, I mean, that's huge. Like we talked about earlier with just trusting. I think that's the biggest thing that makes or breaks an agent. Yep. Um, and you get that by following through what you say you're going to do. Yep. Performing at a high level, helping them, genuinely listening to them, communication. But um, I think that it's so much harder to do in today's day and age. I mean, we were even talking earlier before the podcast about dating apps. Like, imagine it's just so interesting where our world is going to be yeah. with everything's through a, through a screen and it's virtual. Yeah, yeah. If you were, if you were dating, like me, I'm old, but... 30 years ago, you would meet someone face-to-face. It'd be a friend of a friend. Yeah. And then, okay, or maybe you'd go to a bar, but you'd meet face-to-face. The vast majority of, uh, of real estate transactions, you're meeting virtually online yep. with something that you bought. You bought a lead so you yep. could meet somebody. Yeah. They didn't get to choose you. The purveyor chose you. And then you've got to go make this huge decision and transaction happen, if it does, if it's meant to happen. Mm-hmm. And it's almost backwards, right? 100%. Yeah. It's so weird. Like, I just, that came to my mind as you were talking about it. I have a client from Australia, um, great family. They wanted to move away. They just so happened they called this guy in Montana, and I handled everything, bought the house. They never even stepped foot on it. it. Yeah. And it's just, it all worked out and they're really happy and looking for more homes, but it's just what would have that what would they have done ten years ago? Yeah, they'd have called Lambros. They would have called Lambros and said, Hey, this and yep. and then I mean with the digital DocuSign, like can you imagine the nightmare that, that would have been of of sending documents via fax machine or having heaven forbid mail them? Yeah. I mean it's just crazy how I don't know. I'm fascinated by the old guard of like you talk to guys like Rick, where you had an MLS in a book. Yeah, and they yeah. you would print out the listings every day. It's just crazy to me. Well, um, yeah. So the, po- the point of the conversation today, I mean, overall, we it happened that the headline was Zillow. Um, yeah. Zillow does a great. I mean, we 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 do connect with good buyers. Yeah. We do connect good buyers with good agents. Um, but we wanted to talk about some of the things that maybe a buyer doesn't know. And then also this idea of modern real estate, what, what Zach and I are trying to do, um, and, and Chris Funston and all, all the guys at Lambos, we're trying to figure out how you navigate this new landscape so you neck down to what's actually important. What's actually important is you know, running a great transaction, creating trust with somebody, yep. and 
the pathway from wanting to buy a house to meeting an agent to purchasing a house, that front leg has changed. 100%. Um, so, hey, I really appreciate you checking in with the podcast today. Hope you found some interest. Uh, Zach, thanks for coming in. Uh, Zach's uh, with Chris uh, Funson at the Grattan Funson Group. They do a great job. Uh, send me an email, shoot me a text. Uh, I'd love to talk to you about real estate and I also can hook you up with Zach as well. Thanks, Zach. Thanks, Joe. Yep.